0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Ever since Ford announced it would go with Tesla's North American Charging Standard, or NACS, just about everyone else has jumped on board. The SAE announced it's going to standardize the NACS connector, and it seems like every other day, another automaker or public charging company announces the same. But not Porsche! Automotive News reports that Porsche will not make its cars compatible with Tesla's supercharger network, even though Porsche is trying to make as many chargers available to its customers as possible. And as we reported the other day, Tesla's strategy of cutting prices is paying off in China with record deliveries. But really, it's paying off globally. Analysts estimate that Tesla delivered about 445,000 vehicles from April to June, which would be an increase of about 5% compared to last quarter. So, even though it's losing market share to new EVs coming out, Tesla has still been able to boost sales, mainly thanks to the price cuts and other incentives. That's never a viable long term strategy, but Tesla should be able to spark fresh demand with the Cybertruck and an upcoming refresh to the Model Y and 3. And I've been reading a number of reports that the updated version of the base rear-drive made-in-China Model 3 will come with a new battery pack. It's said to feature CATL's new M3P cell, which is believed to be more energy-dense and cheaper to make and will boost total energy from 60 to 66 kilowatt-hours. However, there's still no definitive reveal date for the Refresh 3 and Y. UAW President Sean Fain says automakers are run by greedy executives who try to screw their workers. He calls GM Ford and Stellantis the enemy and told his members to prepare to go to war this fall when their labor contract expires. But now we're also getting chatter from the other side of the fence. Ford CEO Jim Farley says the company actually treats its workers like family and compensates them well. He points out that Ford's average UAW worker earns $112,000 a year, including wages and benefits. We would add that skilled trades workers earn another $50,000 a year on top of that. The average UAW worker also earned $42,000 in profit sharing and bonuses over the last four years. With their health care coverage, UAW workers pay zero premiums, and most of them don't pay any deductible. Only about 1% of Americans get such a generous health care plan. Farley also points out that they earn $1,500 a year in inflation bonuses, which is more than they would have received with a COLA or cost of living allowance. Farley says the upcoming contract negotiations, quote, should be about collaboration, not concessions, and creative ideas, not confrontation. A UK watchdog banned EV ads from Toyota and Hyundai because it said they exaggerated charging speeds and were misleading about the availability of fast charging. In a BZ4X ad, Toyota claimed that the EV could be charged to 80% in 30 minutes using a 150 kilowatt fast charger. And Hyundai said the Ioniq 5 can charge from 10 to 80% in 18 minutes using a 350 kilowatt charger. The UK's Advertising Standards Authority received complaints about those claims and the companies eventually admitted that those numbers were achieved in perfect factory conditions. The ads also claimed that owners would be able to easily find fast chargers at public locations in the UK, but that was deemed misleading because most of the sites are in England, with very few in Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland and this is the first time that the watchdog has banned ads involving electric vehicles. Ford opened the full build-in-price website for the new Mustang, which means we know how much it costs now. A base EcoBoost version starts at just under $31,000, not including destination charges. To go to a V8 GT, it costs $42,500. A convertible for the EcoBoost adds nine grand to the price and 10 grand to a GT. And lastly, the new 500 horsepower Dark Horse Mustang starts at just under $60,000. Ford says of all the people that have already configured a new Mustang, 50% more people are ordering the high-performance package on the EcoBoost version, which it thinks is due to the addition of its electronic drift brake, and that 27% of GT and Dark Horse buyers are ordering a manual transmission. There's a lot of focus on growing the EV charging infrastructure for passenger vehicles, but there's also going to be a need for sites to charge electric commercial vehicles. And that's why the state of Michigan has partnered up with Daimler Truck North America and DTE Energy to launch a prototype program to test charging for commercial EVs. Called the Mobility Charging Hub, it will allow companies to test new technologies, digital services, and business models. DTE will operate the hub's infrastructure, including EV charging solutions, solar canopies, and battery energy storage systems. And the site will be located at a Daimler truck facility just outside of Detroit. The goal is to help speed up the development of commercial EVs and create, quote, the truck stop of the future. The Hummer could once again be a military vehicle. GM Defense took a Hummer EV, stripped off anything it didn't need, then upgraded it with Fox shocks, 37-inch tires, and heavy-duty brakes. It also improved the approach and departure angles, added a roll cage, and mounting points and attachments for things like guns. It even features an onboard 12-kilowatt diesel generator that can recharge the battery pack. GM Defense says an EV offers the added benefit of being quieter and having a lower heat signature. The Volkswagen Group is rolling out technology at its plants that uses artificial intelligence to perform quality control checks of spot welds. The system was first tested at one of Audi's plants and now the VW Group is installing it at three more in Europe. Currently, the company uses ultrasound to manually check welds randomly. But by using AI, it makes the process more efficient. Audi said it was able to analyze 1.5 million spot welds on 300 vehicles each shift using the tech. And the data generated can also be used to improve other production processes. You've heard of CPO cars, right? Certified pre-owned. Those are used cars that go through a thorough inspection and get resold with a factory warranty. Well, now Honda's doing the same thing with its corporate jet. A new one costs around $5 bucks, not including taxes or destination charges, while a used one is about $2 million cheaper than that. And Honda believes CPO jets will open up the market to more customers who can't afford a new one and they also get all kinds of factory support for training and maintenance. The jets are made in Greensboro, North Carolina, and Honda has sold 230 of them since they went on sale in 2006. And a programming note here. The Autoline crew will be off next week for our summer break, so there will not be any new Autoline dailies or in after-hours. But we will be right back here on July 10th. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid control systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.